Hi guys, this is Larissa. And this is Samara. And you're listening to Absolutely, Absolutely Clueless. Clueless. An honest but clueless guide to life in the form of a podcast. We'll be talking about all sorts of topics, from careers to relationships to situationships and more. Ultimately, we're just here to show you that none of us really know what we're doing. So just remember to take our advice with a pinch of salt. And with that being said, don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore Absolutely Clueless. And let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to episode nine. Yeah. Oh, so much to get through. Okay, so welcome back to episode nine. Um, this episode is going to be us going through um, the gals who date Facebook page and the scenarios that they post on there. So if you guys haven't heard of um, the gals who date, um, they kind of stem from gals who graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Facebook page that was started for people for females that were a bit lost after graduation, dealing with um, trying to find first-time jobs, trying to um, find people to live with, house shares, if they were moving to a different city, um, and just all the things that come with graduating and like entering the workforce. And um, as a result of that page and how successful it is, um, they now have like spin-offs, um, and yeah. this is all about girls <laughs> trying to figure out the dating scene and entering their mid-20s, because, um, you know, it's scary. It is scary out there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just thought it'd be fun to go through the scenarios because we kind of were doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, was reading them every day. Like, yeah. this is so much gossip. I love it. Yeah, we're just like, this is actually quite juicy. Yeah. And our opinions are sometimes, like, different. Like, we were going back and forth on some of the scenarios. We just mm-hmm. like, we may as well just make this an episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go through a couple scenarios. Let us know if you um, like this, because we could make this like a bit of a series if you guys mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's, let's get begin. started with the first. <laughs> with the, I just opened up one of the scenarios. I was like, oh God. Okay, with the first scenario. So, do you want to read the first one out? Okay, sure. Oh, I really like this one. So, I have a friend who literally is never single. She has had so many boyfriends ever since I've known her. Her whole personality is her boyfriend. Um, Sometimes I do feel jealous because I'm like, how are you able to get so many guys hooked onto you? I don't understand. Every time she breaks up, she's like, yeah, I'm going to be alone for a while and finally find myself. Days later, she has a new man. It makes me not want to be her friend sometimes because I don't relate to her in any way anymore. Um, advice? A bit harsh. That's fucking harsh. <laughs> it's not her fault that she's just such a lovable girl. Um, yeah, I think that's a bit harsh. I don't know. I guess sometimes you just want your friend to be single because you get with more you. of their attention. Yes, and then you're both single together. Maybe they've got more time to hang out with you. Mm. Um, and But I don't know why he's being so judgmental towards her, like getting new boyfriends all the time. Yeah, like questioning whether you want to be friends with her anymore based on That's deep, yeah. Because, like, I can definitely understand, like, feeling a bit, like, cautious. Like, oh, she's already got a new boyfriend. I'm not sure I'm fully convinced by the relationship. Mm. She wasn't single for that long. But then to go ahead and say that you don't want to be friends with her because of that. Yeah. Like, doesn't make sense. She might just be the relationship kind of girl. Like, she might just not want um, situationships and... Um, maybe she's just been lucky enough to... Well, maybe not lucky enough, actually, because they're clearly not working and she's not, like, staying yeah, with these people. Yeah. But maybe she's just in a situation where she's attracting people that are relationship people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's the only kind of situation that she wants. She doesn't want to um, casually date or she doesn't want to sleep with 
multiple people and like have that fun period that people talk about maybe that's yeah. just not fun for her mm-hmm. so yeah. that's just that's not a reason to dislike or distance yourself from someone yeah i think that as well is probably just coming from a place of insecurity like mm. if you're comparing yourself to your friend yeah and thinking well i've been single for this long why doesn't someone want to date me now mm. but then my friend has only been single for three weeks and she's already got a new partner like I, I can understand how the comparison can make you feel really... I mean, I used to feel like that in school. Mm. Like, if... Because I know that you got um, a lot of male <laughs> attention in school. Um, and, like, some of the other girls that we knew, like... There were girls that were getting, like, attention from boys that was, like, serious attention, which was very rare in high school. And mm, um, yeah. you're like, oh, they're actually wanting to ask them out and take them on a date like that. Yeah. They're not just asking for <laughs> on a Saturday night, like... <laughs> That's all I get. <laughs> that's, that's, I was getting most of that as well. Like, I don't think but anyone I think, seriously wanted it. <laughs> but I think, like, from the outside, well, that's a good point because from the outside, it just looks yeah. like everyone, um, like, your situation's perfect. And maybe from this girl's perspective, the, the other girl who's in relationships all the time, her situation's perfect because people keep wanting relationships. But they're obviously not, you know, 10 out of 10 stellar relationships. Otherwise, yeah. she wouldn't be bouncing from relationship to relationship. She would be in that same original one if it was the perfect relationship. Yeah, yeah. So she's probably got a bunch of um, cons that she wishes um, maybe she maybe took more time and, like... Yeah. Um, but she just maybe wears a heart on her sleeve, falls in love quite easily with people yeah. and just wants to give them a chance. Yeah. And maybe she's like, oh, I wish I could take people a bit more casually. Yeah, this really reminds me of Cassie from Euphoria because she kind mm. of, like, when Rue was narrating about her, she said that she falls in love with every single person that's, like, interested in her. Is that what Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Um, and she probably doesn't want to be like that because at one point she wanted to be single and kind of declared yeah. to herself that she will be single, but then she got this attention from this other boy and even though it was her best friend's ex, she still went for it because some people will go jump from yeah exactly they'll jump from partner to partner Mm -hmm. because they don't want to be on their own they're scared of being on their own and actually they don't have the same confidence maybe as you as someone who wants to be single for for longer so yeah exactly so there's there's different kinds of insecurities at play there and it's not really fair to make out like she's completely in control of the situation and it's a reflection of you Mm. That's not fair. It's not her responsibility on how you feel, on how her relationships are making you feel. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, just um, be a better friend. <laughs> yeah, and just um, check in with her as well, because like we said, she's obviously not been happy in all of her relationships, otherwise she'd still be in them. Yeah, yeah. So um, check in with her, see how she's actually doing in these relationships. Ask her how she feels about always being in relationships. Maybe she, it's not what she planned yeah. for herself. Um, and ask yourself, like, is it really a relationship that you want or is mm. it just um, the image that you have of this girl you want for yourself? Because yeah. the two don't always correlate. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Okay, so this girl says, Hello, ladies. I mentally struggle. I'll be 24 in July and never had a boyfriend. I do have some intimacy experience, but never had sex. 
and I do worry so much that no one will ever want me because I'm still a virgin. I'm planning to move back to London next year, but that means I'll be 25 soon and still a virgin. That's a big turn-off for most men. I don't want to be one. I'm not in a great mental state where I think I'm losing my life. I want a partner and a boyfriend, but it's too difficult to find someone who would be serious with me and actually want to be with me. I don't know what to do. I'm very low. I feel like I'll stay alone for the rest of my life because I'm inexperienced. Okay. God, so. there's a lot to unpack there. Um, where do we start? Where do we start? I feel like I remember saying to my mum when I was, again, I was a teenager, so it is a bit different. You do feel a bit more pressure when you're in your 20s. I said to my mum when I was like 16 or 17, um, before I met the first ever guy that I dated, um, that I feel like I was going to be alone for the rest of my life. Because I just couldn't <laughs> find anyone that, A, either reciprocated what I was feeling, or B, that liked me but I genuinely really liked them and could see a future with them yeah I mean I was 17 like what kind of future yeah um but I just thought like what are the odds what are the odds of this happening it's just not happening and I can see like I said before I could see people getting attention from people that they were genuinely attracted to and I was just like why isn't that happening for me um and then I went to uni yeah <laughs> um you had to change your environment yeah, yeah. but then she did change her environment because she moved to a different city it's probably but comparing London to whatever other city is like London is the biggest city in England um, so anywhere else is going to feel small in comparison. Mm. And the chance of meeting someone in London is obviously way greater than anywhere else. Um, mm. Do you know what? I think it might be a mindset thing. Yeah. I think if but, you go out into the dating world thinking, I'm not mm. going to find someone, I'm not going to find someone. Yeah. You're kind of setting yourself up for failure as well. Yeah. I think the thing that she's most insecure about is, like, obviously she hasn't had sex. So she's, mm. what did she say? She's going to be 24. Ah, so she's, like, same she's age. She's 24. She's going to be 25. Oh, okay. Similar age to us then. Um, and I feel, I feel like it's sad that she thinks that a guy isn't going to want to take her seriously mm. because she's a virgin. Um, and we were discussing this before. We were saying, like, yeah, it's true that some guys would not want to be with a a virgin, maybe because they think that there's some kind of responsibility there, which is annoying because there isn't. If a girl is saying that she wants to have sex with you, it's like, unless she's making, unless she's adding value to the fact that it's her first time Mm -hmm. or like making it out as if it's like a really, really big deal, then it doesn't need to be treated as a really big deal. Yeah. Um, and you're going to make it a big deal. And actually, the guys that make you feel like you're so fragile make, are making you feel more uncomfortable in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what adds to people maybe not wanting to even try and be extra intimate with someone because of the pressure that they're almost putting on the situation. Yeah. Um, by saying that you're adding pressure to the situation by being a virgin, it's like, all the pressure's coming from you. In it, well, yeah. That's not fair. Um, so, yeah, I understand why... Um, that kind of perception can be maybe making her worried about finding someone. Yeah. Um, I also think that if she is a 24-year-old virgin, then surely there are plenty of other 24-year-old male yeah. virgins. And yeah. so she's not the only one, but I think in her head, she's probably comparing herself to her friendship group or just like the mm. media in general where people are always talking about sex and like they're talking about how experienced they are. And maybe she feels like she isn't at that stage and like maybe there's something wrong with her and other people aren't gonna want to be with her for that but she just needs to find the right 
crowd, I guess, and the right people. I think this is, again, a question of whether you actually want um, a relationship or for someone to take you seriously or if you just, like, envy the idea of it. Mm, Um, Because if you... Um, maybe have linked a part of your personality or your identity to the fact that you're a virgin. Yeah, which um, so many girls do because of yeah. the way we've been conditioned. Oh, yeah. Um, then it's a case of doing internal work with yourself and, and asking yourself, am I worried that other people are going to um, put pressure on the situation because I'm a virgin or is it because I'm putting pressure on the situation as well and I'm preventing myself from talking to um, new people because I think they'll have this perception of me. Yeah. Also, it doesn't have to be the first thing out of your mouth. You don't have to say, mm. hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, I'm Kelsey and I'm a virgin. Like, <laughs> it doesn't have to yeah, yeah. come out like that. It can be um, a gradual thing where you can actually identify whether someone is worthy of knowing that about yeah, you. Yeah, you don't even have to tell them if you don't want no, to, really. like no. They don't have a right to know no. that business about you. No. Yeah. So, again, it depends on how comfortable you are in that situation. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think more lead with um, where you feel your connection might be with someone. Mm. See how the conversation goes. See how the dynamic is between you two. If you're getting more comfortable with that person, yeah. then the fact that you're a virgin doesn't even need to come up and therefore it won't even yeah, be exactly. an obstacle for Yeah, you. so switch the focus because I feel like the girl is focusing a lot on the fact that she's a virgin. Mm. Whereas really she needs to be focusing more on just making genuine connections and finding someone that is a good person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Mario? So, my boyfriend of almost two years broke up with me this past week, and I don't even know what to do. We broke up because of constant fighting and nagging, which came mostly from me, but when I went to pick up my things, he said we can take some months to work on ourselves. After that, we can come together and reassess. <laughs> I feel like I know I, I I feel like I know I have this false hope that we can get back together one day and it's eating me up. I'm going to spend the next few months working on myself and reconnecting with my friends. I just hope my hope fades in this time too. Any words of advice? I hate breaks. I hate I know, them. no, no, it's just it's a waste of time. No, it will just never happen. Leave me alone. Actually leave me if you want a break, leave me alone. Yeah. Because that's just an indication that you you don't want to be in the relationship anymore, but you're too scared of completely leaving. Yeah, that is yeah. not fair. You can't have one foot in the door, yeah. one foot out the door. Like you need I, to decide. How patronizing! It's really patronizing. I think that yeah. we both need a few months just to figure ourselves out. Yeah. Meaning, I'm gonna go figure myself out. <laughs> I don't really care what you do. <laughs> I'm going to go, and then maybe in, like, a couple months' time, I'll see what's out there. If it's not better than you, then I'll just come back. Yeah, no, that's literally exactly what that guy is thinking. Yeah. He just wants to... Selfish. He wants to get away from you. He wants a break from you. Yeah. Because you are annoying him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think as well, um, you know, it's good that you... That this person is, like, self-aware enough to be like, you know, most of the nagging does come from me, and blah, blah, blah. We yeah. don't know the dynamics of the situation, so we don't know just to what extent the nagging is, if it's justified that he's broken up with her. She yeah. obviously thinks that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that you are that you deserve to um, be, in a, be in a state of limbo for two to three months, did he say? Yeah, yeah. That's a really long time. That's, not, that's the whole summer. It See, is. That's the whole summer. Yeah. So you can go to Barcelona with the boys. Yes. We know what your game plan is. We know. Honestly, on the island, the Casa Amor boys can't even go three days 
without fucking moving on to someone else. Three months. Yeah. It's not like that now. Won't be good. No, it's... No, just don't hold on to that because yeah, what if he, like, at the end of the summer he's met someone else and you're still following him on social media because, you know, you still have hope so you haven't fully cut him off. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see him posting a photo with another girl. How is that going to make you feel? Fair. Yeah. And that's how you find out whether the break's, like... A break, or if it's permanent, yeah. when he's so he's going to decide. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're putting the ball in his court. It's not fair. You're looking to him for closure when really you need to provide it yourself. Yeah, you need to provide it yourself. You need to be like, this guy isn't willing to commit to me properly. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's over. I'm deciding that it's over. Exactly. I think um, as soon as someone indicates to you that they're not going to respect your time enough mm. to dedicate themselves fully. That's all you need. That's yeah. literally all you need. It's not that hard to dedicate yourself fully to someone yeah. if you love them. Yeah. Um, this person easy. clearly just doesn't. <laughs> like, sorry. But... Sorry. He, it's, it's an indication that he just doesn't care enough. Yeah. You need someone that cares for you the way that you care for them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to invest all your energy um, into someone who's just going to throw it down the toilet so Isn't you can it? go be single, experience single life for two to three months. That's not how relationships work. Maybe no. if you're both on that same energy, it's clearly his decision, so it's one-sided. Yeah. That's not fair. No. Yeah. No. Break up with him. Break up with him. Turn it on its heel. Yeah. Say, actually, let's make this permanent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Just say, you can't fuck around with me like that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't mess around with me like One that. One of our friends, um, like... Her now ex-boyfriend said, oh, we need to go on a break and figure ourselves out. And mm-hmm. she turned, yeah. So it's happened to two of our friends that basically spent the last year on and off with their yeah. partners, didn't they? It ends eventually. So all yeah. that on and off period that you had, that could have been healing time. That exactly. could have been time that you were on your own and processing the breakup, yeah. healing, and moving on with your life. But no, you're, you've been delayed by a year because you've been on and off. Because he's been holding you by a thread. Yeah. And with, with um, one of our friends, this guy, um, her ex-boyfriend, said, you know, I need to figure myself out. He very much thought that he held the power. Mm. Um, and he said, I need to figure myself out. I, I just need a break from you. Like, let's just take a minute. Um, and um, I think we gave her a talking to and she was like, do you know what? If you feel that way, then, um, you know, it's given me some time to look back at the relationship itself. And actually, I don't think I want to be part of this. All of a sudden, guess who came calling back? Guess who was begging for the relationship to continue? So you're okay with a break as long as it's on your terms. You're yeah. okay with single life if you're the one in, a, in the um, driving seat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> in the um, driving seat. Um, that's not fair. And if you wouldn't like it on the other foot, don't do it to someone else. In it, imagine if she was the one that suggested that. Mm. How would that situation go? Because I feel like guys are way less tolerant to that kind of thing. Like if a girl suggests like to go on a, like a little break, like that relationship actually. Yeah. But I, kick, the girl got kicked out of the house. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because guys know what their standards are. Like if you. Mm even suggest a break or taking in some space, they're like, you're not committed to me properly, come F off. <laughs> I think it's because we're told so much that guys are just naturally prone to not want a relationship until yeah. they find the right girl. Or like some girls are convinced, um, or a lot of people are convinced about the ups and downs and you know that those things are normal things that everyone experiences yeah. in relationships. And they make you stronger. They make you stronger in the end. You just have to like grit through it and <laughs> you'll be fine in the end. You'll be stronger than ever. You'll get married and have children. And <laughs> 
stupid. So oh. I'm supposed to feel pain from the person that's supposed to love me the most. Isn't it? Like, to make why? Is, this is called struggle love. Um, when, a, when someone has to suffer in order to receive the love that they deserve. I'm not going to struggle no. ever again. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> um, so what was the story again? Um, oh, yeah, she got broken up with. Yeah. And then she was told that it was going to be part of a break. No, turn on its heel. Yeah. Tell him that he's being broken up with. Because that's the direction it's going in anyway. You may as well claim that moment. Make sure that you're in control of your own emotions and then you can actually focus on healing, like Larissa said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, scenario number four, is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so, girls, I need some advice. I'm turning 25 this year, never had a boyfriend, and all my friends are in serious relationships. It feels lonely and isolating to be the only single one in the group and makes me feel like there's something wrong with me. I hate dating apps lately, and I find Mm. that people just see me in a sexual way, Mm. and I feel like I'm good enough to hook up with but not date. I'm starting to want something more long-term and serious now, but I feel like getting that from an app is impossible. I've been on dating apps for six years, and I've never gotten anything substantial out of it. So I want advice on how and where I should meet people for something beyond a one-night stand. Um, first of all, I want to say, like, I can understand how it feels to be the single friend because I feel like me, I've been perpet- perpetually single, like, for a lot of the time, um, mm. apart from, like, with my ex. And then my other friends have been in, like, long-term relationships. Um, but then I'm glad I've got at least a few single friends because <laughs> then we talk with each other about how like it it is a bit different when your friend is single like just like mm. when they don't have a boyfriend that they need to be giving their attention to spending their weekends with mm. like I feel like having a single friend that like they're more accessible in some ways mm-hmm. um, so I can understand that and feeling left out and then feeling like um you're a bit isolated and you're not at the same stage as everybody else. Yeah. But everyone's on their own journey. Like, your friend who's been in a relationship for ages, they could end up breaking up and then... All of a sudden, she's one of the single girls with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think as well, when it comes to... Because she clearly is actively looking for a relationship, this girl. Yeah, she's um, on the apps for six years. So I think it's dependent on... I think you can get relationships from apps. I think I've seen it. Um, So it's not, it might not be the apps. It might be the kind of people that you're putting energy into and the kind of conversations that um, maybe you're entertaining from them. Maybe it's like, like you're ignoring the red flags from them. Maybe they're indicating that they want something casual and maybe because you're hopeful and you kind of like their vibe, you're going along with it. Um, hoping maybe there's a chance that they could change their mind and then mm. ends up being the same thing again. Yeah. So I think setting standards for yourself of what is your bottom line, what you do not want to happen and um, kind of not settling just because someone might be like your vibe mm. um, because you know how it's going to make you feel in the long run. So maybe setting yourself like a bottom line of um, I'm only going to entertain or meet up with someone or go on a date with someone um if they are putting effort into getting to know me if maybe they keep i don't know like keep the sexual chat to a minimum when mm. we're first starting out because yeah you know what that's gonna indicate you yeah. know what that means what they want mm-hmm. if they're throwing that in there in the first 10 minutes yeah um 
So yeah, maybe it's just reading signs and just cutting it out from yeah. the head. Like, <laughs> And I think sometimes as well, I feel like people think that there's like a science behind getting into a relationship, but I mm. feel like a lot of the times it's just pure luck. It's mm. pure luck that you manage to meet someone that you're attracted to and they're attracted to you as well. And you're both ready for a relationship at the yeah. same time. And you're both emotionally mature enough for a relationship at the same time. Yeah. I think it's just luck, but then... If you're always a single one and you feel like you're ready, you want a relationship and you see all your other friends in relationships and you're like, well, what am I doing wrong? Um, you can then end up becoming convinced that there's more to it. Um, yeah. When in reality, it literally is just luck. And ideally, like, if you want to get in a successful relationship, you only need it to work with one person. Yeah. So you might not be getting all the attention, all the, the apps might not be working, but they don't need to work for everyone. They need mm -hmm. to just work with one person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think for this girl in particular, um, I think this is, again, another scenario where the age has come up entering mm. your mid-20s is making it feel like you need to get a move on but yeah you know so many people um in their mid to late 20s are single um, yeah it's not it's not a strange thing to be single in it, in it, it sounds like a very common theme like all these scenarios is that people are insecure about being single or inexperienced mm -hmm. in their mid-20s yeah but that just goes to show that most of us are then like mm -hmm. it doesn't like I feel like there's this idea that people maybe from our parents generation because I yeah. know my mom already had a baby at 22 she was married at 18 you know like yeah. crazy um and other people's parents like got, got a move on really early on but that's just not how our generation is at the moment yeah and I mean look at most of our parents relationships but you handle who your parents um either split up or got divorced <laughs> <laughs> So it just goes to show that, okay, that might have been the tradition then, but maybe it didn't work then either because you do change a lot as you get older. Um, and like you said, it is a case of luck that you're going to grow in the same direction. Mm, um, yeah. So even me, like having been in a relationship, it is just luck that we happen to have grown in the same direction and still yeah. want the same things. And it was luck that you met him at that night that night out in that club like imagine if we yeah. went to a different club and we didn't meet him i mean even then it took like three or four years for us to actually end up dating yeah we on and off talking and seeing other people um, yeah. in between so it wasn't just like a smooth no journey. all this this movie meet cute shit <laughs> sorry where <laughs> where yeah. Why does that happen? Yeah. No, not not with me. No. <laughs> so, and again, that gave me a bit more time to figure out whether I was sure about um, his energy and whether he was for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sometimes it's a case of as well rushing into something because you want it to work. Yeah. And trying to get to the stage where, okay, he's your boyfriend now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you skipped all the steps where you've actually taken your time to analyse their behaviours, their personality, and whether it's in line with the things that you want for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was forced to have to do that because just life kept happening and we were like, 
on and off talking and then eventually I was like, okay, over the last three years that we've been talking, <laughs> there's been a consistent, like, vibe. So yeah. I can... Whereas before I would rush into things and then I'd find out near the end, like, oh, no, this I is know, not good. Same. Or, like, as well, because it can be hard to not get emotionally invested. Even, yeah. like, if you know that the person doesn't match all of your standards, if mm-hmm. you've got feelings there, it's hard to fight them and then decide that you don't want to continue with them. So yeah. that's something that we get better at with age as well. And mm-hmm. I think I just want to reiterate that most a lot of people meet their like their future husband or future wife in their thirties, in their forties. Mm-hmm. You don't need to rush to get it all done now. I think a lot of women especially have a bit of a timeline in their head because if they want to have kids, yeah. they want to know that they're still going to be able to have kids by the time they meet their partner. Mm-hmm. So for them, they they might be in a bit more of a rush. Um, but I just think you need to chill, calm down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it, things will happen in their own time. Don't compare your journey to other people's journeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more you push, um, the more likely you are to push yourself into the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really take a step back and actually think about the things that you want in life. Think about all the steps that you want to put in place first before yeah. you end up settling down as well. Yeah. Because the end goal for everyone surely isn't just to find someone. Yeah. Surely there's more to your life goals than that. <laughs> Please, <laughs> tell me there is. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not so sure. Oh, <laughs> should be. <laughs> okay, um, next scenario. Ooh. So, thoughts on asking out your ex's mate? Oh, I know it's dangerous, though I've been thinking about it for the past year, so that's why I'm starting to debate. As I've thought about this long, maybe I should. Uh, context. Context. Before me and my ex got together, his friend and I kissed. My ex left me for another girl, so I don't think he'd be bothered. My ex and I split up March 2022 and had been together since t- 2018. So four-year relationship is quite long. I know there's a good chance I'd be rejected and that's okay, but am I being crazy to even think it's possible? Yes. It could be possible. Why, though? Don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. There's, there's a lot it's of other messy. options. Yeah. A lot. Um, and the, the assumption that your ex won't care just because he left you for another girl is yeah. stupid. Sorry. I'm going to... Tough love. That is ridiculous. You were together for four years. You were intimate. You probably shared some of those details with his friend. Yeah. Um, why would he not be bothered <laughs> just because he's with someone new? Um, it sounds a bit yeah. like that's what people do for revenge as well like yeah. they, they sing about it in rap songs like doesn't Nicki Minaj say like, <laughs> I don't know she says about like rule number two <laughs> I can't oh, that rule number two is <laughs> because best friends oh, are yeah. yes men <laughs> oh yeah um, oh doesn't Doja Cat say something about Oh, I don't know, probably, probably. But, yeah, that's a common theme. And it's Summer Walker. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a common theme to, like, um, have the, you know, like, split up with your boyfriend. And Mm -hmm. if he's done something to hurt your feelings, you hurt his feelings by getting with his best friend. Mm -hmm. Just don't do that. Um, Because now, what's happened for you now, like, anything changed? Like, (laughs) so I, I wonder where these people... In these scenarios, live like if you if you live in a big city, you've got no excuse. I'm sorry, yeah. you can meet fucking hundreds of new people if yeah. you wanted to. Um, there's no reason to go for your ex's never friend. Never. I was kind of in a similar like scenario a few weeks ago when someone that I used to oh, be yeah. with his 
relative was like messaging me, chatting to me, and I was a little bit interesting, but then interested, but then I was like, no, I actually can't out of respect, and then it's just like, why? There, there'll yeah. be other, there'll be other more attractive people out there. Yeah, that, <laughs> that tick more of your boxes that aren't as complicated because you don't even yeah. want you don't want any obstacles when you're getting to know someone. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially at the early stages, that's just annoying. Like you don't want to have that in the back of your head. Oh, but what if? Oh, even if you're like hanging out at their house or and you're worried that they're gonna show up if that you're at yeah. their local pub stomping ground whatever or like you, you can see messages from the guy on his phone and you're yeah. like oh god what are they talking about are they talking about mm-hmm. the fact that um i'm here are they like having jokes at the fact that they both like slept with me now like yeah yeah no. it's so awkward and why would you choose that when you've got the option of choosing to be with someone where there's no complications yeah because there's always a choice <laughs> oh yeah it's a full choice so if you do, if this girl decides to get with her ex's friend um she's choosing the awkwardness and the complications that come with that yeah she's choosing and, chaos yeah and for what and for what yeah. Just a good time. I also it's not think it's gonna be a good time. I think it's interesting that she said, "Oh, the fact that um, it's taken me. I've been thinking about this for a year. Obviously, um, I feel like it means that I should just go for it." No, <laughs> I think you've just <laughs> no. Um, I think that you've just become slightly um, obsessed with the fantasy of the idea. Yes. Yeah. Rather than just because you keep thinking about it, that means it's a good idea. That's ridiculous. I used to think about being with. Justin Bieber and Dylan Cole Sprouse. Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse when I was 10 all the Mm -hmm. time. Does that mean it was a good idea? Probably not. Um, (laughs) It's a fantasy. You've you've highlighted this idea in your your mind um, and made yourself believe that it would be this magical scenario Mm -hmm. um, because it's a bit dangerous and that you really find him attractive. And he obviously found you attractive because you um, kissed before. Yeah. um, And you probably just made it seem like it it would be this fairy tale situation yeah. um and then the cherry on top like be honest with yourself the cherry on top would be the fact that it was your ex's friend and he yeah. left you yeah. and now you're like well now you can see me you happy even. yeah now you can see me happy right in front of your face yeah that is definitely you want to be salty you want to be petty like, yeah because yeah. <laughs> otherwise you would just be happy to move on yeah over there yeah I feel like th- this is something that people do when they when they come from like villages or like, you know like really small towns yeah, I can't imagine everyone. it yeah 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 because yeah, like your dating pool is like your friendship group because you come from a, a small place yeah I think though if that was the case for this girl then she wouldn't be putting it into the chat as a scenario. Mm, yeah, true. Because it would be like, well, everyone does it, so I'm just going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this girl probably comes from a, a big enough town or city for this not to yeah. be a thing. She just wants to be toxic. <laughs> she already knows it's wrong. That's why she asked the question. It? She knows. She's she just wants us. someone to be like, yes, do it. Yeah. She wants... Like, I've been thinking about it for a year, you know. <laughs> She's trying to sell us the idea as if we're going to, like... Give her permission to be yeah, toxic. Yeah, I kissed him as well. It's not like there's nothing there. No, honey, anyway. no. <laughs> you got with um. Yeah, that was messy to begin with. Maybe that's yeah. why before your relationship did it. Yeah, maybe it was always like a the friend. It was that, on the back of his mind. The friend that you told him not to worry about. You you're wanting to get with the friend that you told him not to worry about. <laughs> no, because that is really savage. Gee, It is linked to a bit of payback, let's be real. I think the fact that she threw in the fact that he left her 
for someone else mm, yeah it's very important she thinks she's justified yeah she's like oh he won't care because he obviously never loved me blah blah, blah. <laughs> yeah you, you're you've told yourself that you can do something villainous <laughs> yeah um because you felt you feel like that's exactly what he did to you and i think really that indicates that you're not really over the situation no um and yeah what you need is to remove yourself from him and anything or anyone to do with him as much as possible yeah um it won't help her healing at all she still thinks about the situation like that he left me for someone else and so i don't think he will care mm. yeah no 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 okay yeah. right um i started talking to a guy in january after a breakup with my ex i'm 20 and he is 29 I don't mind the age gap. I tend to date older men, 23 to 26-ish. But I feel like I won't get great reactions from people. It really doesn't bother me at all. I prefer the maturity and how he has his life together. But is it bad? Just looking for opinions. Okay, so there's obviously a stigma between specifically older men and younger girls and that yeah. dynamic. I think when most of us think about it, we think of, like, a silver fox and, like, um, a young, like sexy girl yeah him in a fancy restaurant you're like we know what's going on there yeah yeah um but obviously in this situation 29's not old he's no. obviously still young but 20 is significantly 20 younger. is young some 20 year olds look like teenagers still because you were only 18 two years before that like on the inside in your head you might be really young as well because a 20 mm-hmm. year old hasn't graduated uni yet if they've gone to uni i think what is highlighted to me is that when I was 20, I'm trying to compare what I was like when I was 20 to what I'm like now at 24. Only four years. Um, there's five years difference between me and my boyfriend, four, four and a half. I can say five. <laughs> um, and, you know, I feel like that dynamic between us two is quite nice. Um, there were things that he knew that I didn't. He had a house at 23 um so he'd been a homeowner for two years when we met um and he was in the workforce he'd graduated uni um so he was sort of aware about this other part of life that I just wasn't um and I think that's the bare minimum of um difference that I could handle because if he knew any more about life than me the dynamic would start to feel strange it would start to feel like um, a parent situation, yeah. a guardian. And I don't want a guardian in my partner. I want us to go through life together and experience it together. Mm. And I don't want for you to constantly be giving me like anecdotes um, yeah, and, true. and fables of yeah. what it was like <laughs> what it was like in the old days. I don't want <laughs> you to speak to me like um, I don't know shit. Yeah. Um, because it's going to make me feel like... Because you're, like, if you're 20, you're only just going through your first time of a breakup, your first time of this, blah, 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 blah. First yeah. time of going on holiday with a partner. Mm. Whereas they've probably been and done that. So mm. they're, it's not the first time for them. Yeah. So it's a completely different experience for them. Yeah. I think as well, um, it'd be interesting to see if this girl is in uni or not, because that would make a massive difference. It does, actually, yeah. If you're in uni, you've never been part of um, a nine-to-five working life. Um, well, yeah. if assuming that you went straight from college yeah. or school. And you'll still be surrounded by people your own age. Yeah, you've um, not really had to pay separate bills um, with your own salary. It's been your student loan. Yeah. Um, or your parents have helped you. Mm-hmm. Um, you've gone out in the week. You've had pretty much 
your own timetable because your lectures are here, there, everywhere. Yeah. And then you've got the rest of the day to do with what you want. You don't have that when you're 25 plus most of the time and you're in the workforce. You don't have access to complete flexibility like that. Um, and you won't know what that feels like until you've actually been in that situation. We've learned a lot in the last year. Yeah. Um, that has really opened our eyes to... Like we were saying, actually, it gave us a newfound respect for, like, our mums. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and how they handled childcare. Yeah. Um, whilst being single mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, working, and studying. And working nine to five. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you're not really going to have um, the understanding. You're going to lack the empathy mm-hmm. towards that. So I just struggle with... Um, that kind of, that level of understanding of life that a 29-year-old yeah. is naturally going to have um, that's going to be surpassed massively the understanding of life of a 20-year-old whose mm-hmm. um, biggest stress might be outside of personal things, but academic and career-wise, A-levels um, yeah. and uni assignments. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, you spent too much money on <laughs> on going out so you don't yeah. have enough food. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, just a bit different. Um, so I just wonder how those dynamics are going to play out. I wonder what that 29-year-old is like as well. But, yeah. Like, I wonder if that 29-year-old, like, what stage he's at compared to his age mates to be interested in, like, a younger mm. girl. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of guys who are older and they're dating younger girls is because girls our own age aren't interested in them because girls their own age are far more ahead in life than they are yeah so they actually need to date a girl that doesn't care as much about certain like like getting a life goals ladder yeah yeah children getting married yeah it's like you know what i'll i can avoid all of this if i just date someone that's 20 yeah yeah Yeah. because if you're 29 um and you don't know how to drive yet you've never moved out of your own apartment like your your parents place Mm. um you've never had a stable job like a girl that's 29 who has had all of those things she's not going to be impressed by you no but a girl who's 20 and is still like figuring things out at uni not really that bothered about career or anything like that she's not thinking about the future too much Mm -hmm. i feel like she's more likely to be impressed by a 29 year old yeah <laughs> or impressed with something that um a 29 year old woman wouldn't be because it's like okay well they're making more money than me yeah um or they've got more independence than i have or, or they just understand they're more older about... than me like they yeah. they look more manly yeah and, and they find that impressive yeah and just yeah just the idea of the fact that oh i'm dating a 29 year old like the idea of that is kind of sexy to me yeah um yeah i just struggle to be able to separate the fact that um the dynamics will change things um Mm -hmm. and whether that promotes an entirely safe environment um Mm, in terms of development wise um and just if it makes it a little bit easier um, for toxic relationships to develop in yeah, those kind of yeah. dynamics as well. Yeah, very possible. Um, just because, you know, your age can be used against you. Yeah. You, you cannot physically help your age. You can't help it. And you can't help the things that you know and the things that you haven't experienced yet. Yeah. And naturally, they're going to have experienced way more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, this year, this last year alone, we've experienced way more than we yeah, ever did. yeah. Um, during uni um, and so, yeah. before I was 20 I didn't have a proper relationship yet like my first relationship wasn't until I was 21 mm. like first official relationship so mm-hmm. when you're 20 like 
and what we've seen in these like other scenarios, like a lot of people are still virgins in their yeah. mid twenties. So yeah, even just that like makes quite a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and and all those things, all those different events in your life, are gonna shape you into the kind of person, the kind of adult that you're going to be. Yeah. Um, and after speaking to a lot of women who are now, like, grown, they're in their 30s, 40s, when they tell me that when they were in their 20s, they dated older men, they all regret it. None of them are really? like... Yeah, they all look back at it and think, why did I do that? The dynamic was so bad and that it wasn't worth dating them um, because I was being taken advantage in this way and that way Mm. and they just think they would have been so much better off dating someone their own age Mm. I always do think as well like you said um those 29 year old men or women that choose to date someone younger when I I know that we're not 29 yet but I could never date 20 year old 19 year old 18 year old couldn't Mm -hmm. do it because I just think your understanding of life is completely different to mine I think that what you probably want from life is different Okay, I'm not ready to settle down yet, but I definitely am more settled than you probably are. You probably are ready to just have fun and not really care about life. Everything else can come later, but I'm starting to really put things, get things in order for myself. I'm wanting to plan on doing certain things and then like put my, get my career in order um, just because naturally that's just the things that I want at this stage whereas that might not even be on your radar at 18 but then maybe that's why some people are interested in older people because they have they're doing all that stuff getting their roots down like they're getting settled they're getting sorted um and everything Mm. and they're like free to be young wild and free and they want someone who then they can rely on that isn't just being careless um so I feel like some people they like that. I get that, but then it's like if if it's, they're settled, then aren't they? Will they? Will there not be a bit of a clash there because they're settled and you're still young, wild, and free? And okay, you find it attractive that they're settled, but yeah. they're gonna want you to be settled as well. Otherwise, you'll keep clashing. Yeah, you know they'll want you to. They might not be down with you being like, "Oh, my friend just texted me. I'm going out tonight." Yeah. While I thought we were gonna watch a movie tonight, I thought we were gonna go to dinner at my mum's. Like, yeah. that's, that's how I want to spend my weekends. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they, these things might clash. Um. I'm just remembering as well what she said in the scenario. She was wondering about how other people are gonna judge the relationship. And yeah, that's a big thing because you're 20. Your friendship group is 20. Mm. And his friendship group is 29 or 30, you know, older men. How are you two, like, your two friendship groups going to get together? Yeah. And then it not look weird yeah. <laughs> in, a, in, like, a restaurant. I agree. I think some people might say, okay, well, the relationship's just between two people. But let's be real, it never is. A, a, a serious relationship isn't just between two people. Yeah. The, the important parts are, um, but if you want, like, a fun relationship that fits in and can be intertwined in your life, um, then you're going to want to be able to uh, invite your partner out with your friends and do joint things. Like we were saying that um, yeah. I was able to do with with um, Matty's friends and, and our friends. Like, yeah. And it's really nice because we can relate to um, high school stories and we can relate to yeah. music we listen to and um, places that we go, places that we find entertaining to go to. We can kind of root those things together. Whereas it's going to be a bit harder for maybe a 20-year-old might not want to 
do the kind of things that 29 30 year old might be able to do maybe they can't afford it because they don't yeah. have that kind of income mm-hmm. um that the 29 year old group might have yeah um so yeah it's gonna that would be another obstacle mm, um definitely. yeah i i do think it's i try and be as open-minded as possible but as you can see i'm yeah. quite certain my yeah <laughs> minds of it i think the, the long and the short of it is um I just struggle to understand why um, someone of a certain age would be attracted to someone who is 10 years younger than them. Um, I think that, okay, attractive is a different kind of word, want a relationship with, um, because for me, I can't see myself ever wanting that. Yeah. I can't see how that dynamic would work. I can't see why that would be um, an attractive, they would have attractive qualities that I couldn't find. In, in my age mates so yeah. yeah shall I read the next scenario yep um, so someone wrote has anyone else's relationship been ruined by alcohol just looking for reassurance I guess so me and my boyfriend are struggling at the moment he just seems to want to get drunk every weekend and I really don't I enjoy going out but he can't just go out for one drink and go home he always has to get absolutely smashed has anyone experienced this before so no (laughs) Um, really interesting one because I feel like um culturally like obviously I'm from Greece but I've grown up in England um but then I have a lot of friends from different countries and a lot of Europeans tell me like that they are shocked by the way British people can drink and like they'll drink (laughs) to the extent that they get absolutely messed mortal. up yeah mortal yeah <laughs> no it is part it's a massive part of english culture um i think certain european countries are just big drinkers yeah um and a part of english culture is especially when it gets a bit sunny <laughs> um is to go to a beer garden yeah and, and just get day drunk and do it throughout the day up until the early hours of the next morning yeah yeah um so uh, there's a massive difference between wanting to go out and have fun with your friends and have a bit of a drink um and not being able to stop um, mm, yeah. at three drinks, um, getting a bit tipsy and, then, and calling it a day. It can definitely get in the way. One of our friends actually had um, an issue with her boyfriend not knowing when to sort of call it a day and just go home. Yeah. She was, I remember it was so upsetting because she was just like, you know, it can never just be um, a friendly chat at the pub um friendly meet up it's always a okay where are we going okay mm. let me get the drinks in and like let's go crazy yeah um and you, you feel like you're babysitting them yeah because when they're messed up at the end of the night throwing up everywhere can't walk properly like you're the one that has to call the taxi get them home mm-hmm. clean up the, their mess wherever they throw up and yeah. yeah it can just be a little bit embarrassing and it's also yeah. a bit selfish of the other person like because then you can't really have a good time if you have to be looking after your partner. Mm, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just not fair. Um, it's really inconsiderate. Um, and I think if you aren't the kind of person that drinks regularly as well, um, it, it will always, the burden will fall on you, especially as the girlfriend, the burden falls on you to look after that person. So it just completely ruins your night. I think as well, you'll be anticipating it if it happens yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it just makes you nervous and not want to go out with your friends. It can mm. ruin even wanting to organise um, social situations that maybe you're going out for food um, and it's like, well, that's going to... There's access to alcohol there, so he's probably going to go crazy. I, I want to know the extent to which 
um, he turns sort of every social um, meetup or scenario into um, getting absolutely fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I I feel like that would make a big difference because if it's like you know you simply organize a dinner with your friends and he yeah. can't help but get the shots in, then it's a problem. And he gets really rowdy and pro- oh, the proper yeah. lad. Um, Lads, lad titles. Yeah. Like, I hate that so much. Shouting. I hate it so much. That is embarrassing. That's why I hate, like, when there's a football match on and, like, you know, the local... <gasps> the hooligans. The hooligans. <laughs> the hooliganism. I really am not a fan of it at all. Yeah, and they're just all it. chanting. You don't even know what they're saying. Yeah, I, don't, I just find it scary as well. It's intimidating. Yeah, no, it is. It I don't want to be around that crowd. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think it's... I really enjoy, like, going, nothing is more fun to me than going on holiday with my boyfriend and us getting tipsy together. And it's so funny. Yeah, but it would be annoying, more than annoying, <laughs> if he um, made it his mission to get rowdily drunk yeah. all the time. Because now we're not on the same vibe. Now I'm gonna have to kick myself into sobriety to yeah. sort you out. Yeah, and that is so selfish. It's so selfish. I mean, my boyfriend um, when he gets tipsy, he gets tipsy. <laughs> um, he doesn't drink much, but when he does, he just gets so silly. Yeah. He doesn't get rowdy though. He yeah, just gets yeah. silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, rowdiness, yeah, it's scary. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I, I don't know if that's a safe environment for you to be in because if he's a rowdy drunk, that's very easy for it to escalate yeah. into aggression. There's a, there's a fine line between the two. Yeah, and I feel like as well, I think people... Well, this is how um, problems with alcohol like start to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, like these are the early signs, and if there's problems now and they're not like stopping, it can become worse over time, and mm-hmm. maybe it'll become apparent that they actually do have like a problem, problem with alcohol, and yeah. it's really difficult to be the partner trying to support the one with the. The problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, because she says it's every weekend. I think as well, um, another one of my friends said that one of her boyfriend, one of her boyfriends, her boyfriend, <laughs> um, she's not got multiple, calm down, posing. Um, had a problem with um, going out in the middle of the week and he was late 20s. Mm. And the part of that is, is that's the most unattractive or was the most unattractive to her was the fact that he didn't seem to have any sort of um, restraint or idea yeah. of how maybe at his age he should be over getting excited to get drunk in the middle of the week. That's not really exciting. Surely you want yeah. like, surely you can find something else that's um, going to entertain you outside of drinking in the middle yeah. of the week and um, that will actually help sustain your health and like um, sustain the relationship. Yeah. It's unattractive to... Um, you know, get super drunk and, and clearly don't care about yourself and clearly don't care about being hungover the next day. And you don't really care about being produ- using your weekends productively in any way, shape or so form. So true, yeah. I think a lot of people in England live for the weekend. So yeah. they work nine to five, Monday to Friday. And then when the weekend rolls up, Friday, Saturday, maybe even Sunday, they get absolutely smashed. They yeah. go to the local pub or they go out clubbing and they get wrecked. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that cycle. Um, that's what they live for. Yeah. And... If, if you're someone that doesn't want to have that routine um, and you want to have a more healthy lifestyle, it can be really difficult to be in a relationship with someone 
who has no desire to change that routine. Yeah, yeah, and it's really sad. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's sad. I think it's worth having a conversation with him and asking him um, if there's a reason because you're concerned. Yeah. Um, because it might be that he's really unhappy with his job, he's really unhappy with something personal going on with his family, mm. um, and this is a response to something that... Um, he's struggling with mentally. But if it's simply because he finds it fun, yeah. um, then let him know how it's making you feel because that's not fair for, yeah. for him to make you feel shit and upset and being considerate simply so he can have a good time. Yeah. And I feel like you need to put a limit on how many times you're going to ask them to change mm-hmm. before you decide that, okay, enough is enough. I yeah. have to leave you now. Like you, oh, Sometimes you do have to put an uh, an ultimatum, oh, yeah. I think, in situations like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, do, I don't think you need to share the ultimatum, but give yourself the ultimatum. Just yeah. be like, if he doesn't change it by... By the third time I ask yeah. him. Then, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think it'd be more powerful to not tell him the ultimatum because then yeah, it's yeah. him doing it off his own accord. Yeah. Um, and you can see whether he actually genuinely wants to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he doesn't, that's your sign to leave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was the end of our episode nine. Thank you all for listening. And in our next episode, we will finally be announcing the winner of our episode 10 giveaway. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. We're going to be announcing it on the podcast and also on our Instagram. But until then, it's okay to be clueless. Bye. (laughs)